hello hello episode 60 yes i am back and here i am again and again apologizing um episode 60 yes um this is going to be a slightly shorter sweeter one um i do have i promise i do have uh episodes uh booked in with people coming up um essentially life has gotten even busier it's been great but it does mean that um the podcast has uh has taken a bit of a back seat it had to uh, just for practicality purposes. Um, so I do apologise um, because I know and I've received lots of lovely comments and love over the last year and a half or however long it is now. I'm losing track. But yes, um, it, uh, it it is really appreciated that you stick with me and that you come back and listen. Um, as, as I say, um, it hopefully will um, the podcast will become a little bit more... Um, back to regular, um, hopefully at least every two weeks. Um, I know I've kind of missed one, so you've missed one. Um, but anyway, um, move on. Let's move on. Um, yeah, it's been, as I say, it's been super busy. Um, I've had, uh, it was a spate of auditions and then getting jobs and now rehearsals um, and doing video shoots and promo shoots for uh, for the show I'm in at the moment, which I'll tell you about in a minute, and uh, and a show I'm doing at Christmas, um, which you might think, and you will guess rightly, is Panto, but we'll talk more about that later. Um, yes, so, the, yes, there really is no excuse, but um, I, I should, just really, I should have taken time out uh, from podcasting and, and uh, kind of called it a season and started a new season, which I may have to do in future if life continues to be quite so crazy um anyway i'm back and uh, as i say i hope to get up to speed again um and as i say i'm in rehearsals now and i've got another week of rehearsals for a play once that's on um and i'm not trying to balance that with other bits and pieces i should have more time to to dedicate back to beginner's guide so anyway hello thanks for listening now, yes, so um, as I say, I did get cast in a play, and the play is going to be on in London um, at a venue called The White Bear, um, which is a fringe pub in uh, South London, uh, kind of South Central London. Um, and uh, White Bear is, uh, it also has, uh, has a pub, <laughs> so if you did decide to come along and see the show, you could come and have a drink with me and cast members afterwards that would be lovely so i should tell you about it yes i'm going to tell you about it so the play is called reformation and it runs from the 25th of june to the 13th of july so basically it's three weeks not playing mondays uh 7 30 every day and then sundays is four o'clock shows so feel free to come along and if you do decide to do drop me a line and let me know you're going to pop along It'd be great to see you uh, Reformation is a funny, gripping and challenging new play inspired by the life and art of the Renaissance artist Lucas Cranach. Berlin. Ava learns that the celebrity artist Cranach is visiting her city. A chance meeting in the marketplace leads to romance with the artist's son. Ava gets the chance to model for Cranach's latest painting, The Rape of Lucretia. When Joachim, the all-powerful Elector of Brandenburg, sees the sketches of Eva, he wants the model. Is Cranach willing to sell the human son, sell the human his son loves? Goodness me, I'm uh, struggling with my reading today. In an age where upsetting the powerful meant obscurity or death, what's a poor girl like Eva to do? 
Reformation is a play about those who don't make the history books. It tells the story of a young woman who finds herself in a world where the desires of the powerful have priority. This premier production in contemporary dress suggests many striking contemporary resonances between Ava's situation and the Time's Up and hashtag Me Too. Um, yeah, it's a really interesting piece and um, and there is comedy in it and uh, my character is um, is the brother of Joachim. He's, uh, he's a corrupt archbishop and and yes and 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 fun abounds all over the place my my character probably has brings some lightness to some of the show but i don't want to tell you too much it's not that straightforward anyway so that's that and as i say it's the 25th of june to the 13th of july so you basically three week run and then we'll see if anything happens after that but yes do come and come and say hello afterwards so there's that um it's a lovely cast and a lovely director called janice um and uh yes it's um it's a it's a it's a great experience having a good time um also um i say i was cast in panto about the same time um i don't want to go into because i spent so many months talking about panto last year um but yes i've been cast in one in camberley this year camberley in surrey um, in the UK and we'll talk more about that closer to the time closer to Christmas closer to when it's a real thing because we haven't even got to summer yet even though officially it's summer and I am going to complain for a moment about the weather and the lack of summer what is going on I'm astounded it's well I don't know where in your part of the world but in London it's just grey and rainy and still has been it's been cold enough to have heating on and it's middle of June which is not good um anyway so I'm hoping that we can have some fun summer podcasts and I'll be outside again and we've had a few days I did the podcast with men and that was outdoors and I thought summer had begun but it seemed to slip away again anyway fingers crossed um we've had uh, of course I mean, last year I talked more on the podcast about it in full, but we've had a, another Eurovision since the last podcast with Dominic. And um, and I had a great, it was a great time. Our friends Colin and Brendan um, hosted a party in their house. Um, and it was a lot of, a lot of, a lot of laughs. Um, there was a performance by Madonna, which we're not going to dwell and talk about for too long. We don't need to. Um, I've moved on. Um, I'm really excited by the new album, Madam X. I have to say, um, I was uh, not in love with all the things that she'd released from it because she kind of did a, a, a single every two weeks, I think it was. And as I say, I enjoyed the first one, Medellin, but then, um, and then there was um, the song I Rise, which is, I think we talked about being around the Stonewall riots, partly talking about that and uh, as a dedication to 50 years she's playing um she's playing pride on i think it's fire island um soon anyway goodness knows that how much that will be um but yes the album is great but it does bring me to talking about because i know there's been a lot of talk between my friends and contemporaries and just generally online about the price of tickets um a, a friend of mine logged on and you had to get into a ballot to 
even attempt to get a ticket so you had to get through the ballot and then once you get through the ballot if you that if that worked for you you'd then get quoted prices of tickets because she's doing a theater tour the, the the tour is going to be in theaters rather than stadiums and concert arenas and in london she's playing at the london palladium which is a lovely big theater in the very center of town um but yes the friend went on got onto the ballot and we discovered that the tickets he, he sent me a text saying what do you think and the tickets were and these weren't obviously the top price these were kind of and to, i think towards the back of the theater i believe but anyway they were 370 pounds a pop and they were the cheaper end and that was all he seemed like that's all you could take as well as you could offer so you're buying two tickets you know it's it's, it's not <laughs> you can't really just buy one for, but you can some of us maybe can just drop that money and buy it for a friend um, but I didn't expect that and we didn't do it so we didn't do it and at the moment I don't have a ticket and yes the Eurovision thing did affect me and think oh I'm not so sure but yes now I've listened to the album I would like to go um, so if anyone has any miracle cures to getting a Madonna ticket and ways to get in and has one that they they'd rather not have and they might be able to sell it as a reasonable price then let me know <laughs> but um but yes i have to say the album itself uh apart from uh, the the two the two singles um crave and uh the song she performed at um at eurovision not a future i wasn't in love with those if I'm really honest, um, and I thought this is this kind of representation, is it going to all be in that vein? Anyway, it's not. And actually, in the context of the album as a whole, those songs work really quite well. Um, but there is other stuff on there that is completely unexpected. I think it's the most interesting thing Madonna has done. Well, I mean, definitely since Confessions on a Dance Floor, but um, as far as being interested, because that song, that album was great dance music. This is probably even going back to more like Ray of Light and American Life as far as it being um, experimental. She's been brave. Um, there is um, there's a song that has a video you can find on YouTube called Dark Ballet, which Madonna doesn't even really feature in the video. And it's... Um, it's uh, a rapper called Mickey Blanco, and I would say go and have a look at that because it's very. I mean, dark ballet is kind of it does what it says on the tin. Have a look at that, see what you think. But um, there are two tracks in particular that I feel are the Madonna that are the kind of it's the style of Madonna that I love. There's a track called God Control, um, which is super housey. Um, and then the track that I've really fallen in love with is called I Don't Search, I Find um, and I'd say if you've liked any Madonna over the years even if you don't want to listen to this whole album listen to I Don't Search, I Find and I think you'll probably um, you'll probably appreciate um, but yes, so I've had really mixed feelings about the whole Madonna thing and, and now, as I say, album um, I would give I would give it four and a half stars um if you have to give stars to anything um but i'm i'm really pleased and it's um it's been traveling with me as i move about london and the southeast recently and um yeah i'm 
it's winning for me. So go and discover that. Yeah, also in uh, the last week, in fact, it was... Uh, I was on my way to rehearsals on Friday. Um, the reason I'm going to bring this up is because there has been a lot of statistics thrown around just as we get to Pride season again. And I suppose it's the time, and some of it might be a bit clickbaity, but there have been... Uh, there is evidence that homophobic crime, hate crime is rising again um, and worsening and uh, and as we, I'm sure you've all seen there were, there's been lots of incidents recently um, some actors in Southampton who were um, attacked and then uh, the two ladies on the bus two young women on the bus um, recently and they've been talking about themselves and why they posted pictures of themselves and their reasoning behind talking about it. Um, I didn't suffer anything quite as physical. Um, who's to say I won't, um, or any of us won't? And I know some of my listeners in parts of the world, you are, uh, you don't have the freedoms we do. So um, bear with me when I talk about this. And uh, just from my perspective as a as a UK resident and a Londoner, um, I was. Uh, trying to get onto an escalator at London Bridge Station leaving the trains to go down into the underground and um, this giant beast of a man stood uh, kind of at the top of the escalator signalled for me to like to, to go like offering me the space to go and say you go ahead but as soon as I did that pushed into me and uh, and called me um just I don't I actually didn't want to repeat it because I don't feel like I want to put it out into the universe but it was just a nasty uh, verbal it was verbal he pushed me um, aside and swore a lot and used words that I actually am, I'm not going to use on here but it was offensive and upsetting and shook me and okay I didn't I wasn't hurt physically um, but it just kind of I suppose is indicative of what's going on at the moment everywhere in the world and it did make me it did shock me and I did go to work I went to it was on my way to a rehearsal and I did spend um a few hours kind of being actually being a little bit vacant from the rehearsal and not really having focus because I was still thinking about it and I don't want an incident like that to dwell and as I say, you all know I study mindfulness, or study, I practice mindfulness. And uh, I was trying to put that into practice, but my anger took over. Anyway, I survived the day, and everybody was lovely at the rehearsal, and I moaned and whinged at length, um, and then came away and then met up with um, friends in Greenwich in South London in the evening and um, had a few beers and let go a bit. So that probably helped. But I don't really want it to... To, to have that effect that it can even impede on my day for for more I mean for more than a moment um, and it did make me question myself again and was I doing anything to indicate that I'm a gay man but then got angry with myself for questioning the fact that I'm questioning it because that's who I am and I'm proud to be and I yes I went I was I was I was mighty confused shall we say um and uh, and then say and then I got angry with myself 
for feeling that way. Um, I'm, I, it's, it's fine and it's past and I'm, as I say, I feel back to normal and I wasn't hurt and a lot of people are getting a lot worse and I've had worse. But let's just say, um, I, I again, and I, I have said it a few times, I do want to offer um, the podcast and me via websites or direct messages, however you'd want to contact me. Always feel free if you want to to talk to me about an incident you've had or if whether you want to talk about it just because you want an, an ear that isn't somebody that's in your direct group or family of friends or you want to talk about it with me as part of a podcast. Um, I'm happy to share this. It's not that I'm trying to spread doom and gloom, be a doom monger. I just feel it's important to mention these things. Um, and I don't want to worry people because uh, most of the time, yes, we're safe. And they say this is, this is it happened, you know, this happens once in a blue moon. But um, it shouldn't be happening at all. But, you know, it, it's not just um, LGBTQ people that are struggling with this at the moment. I've seen uh, other incidents of um, racial and, oh, and sexism. Um, happening on trains and tubes and on public transport and people uh, should we say people from the further right feeling um, empowered by what's going on in the world and the people that are leading the world and obviously we've had um, we've had the European election and I'm not going to discuss about how I voted but I, don't, I definitely didn't vote for that side of things that's all we need to say um, and yeah, I, I I feel like I do feel like the more people are talking about it at the moment, that there are rumblings and things will the pendulum will swing back, and it doesn't have to be all left. It can just be even if it was just at the moment, even if it was just somewhere in the centre, that would be a miracle. Um, which makes me continue this podcast. As I say, I mean, I have been super busy, and there were points where I thought I don't know if I'm going to be able to do this um, as often. But actually, this incident is one of the reasons I'm doing this podcast, because I felt I should talk about it openly, um, and that more people do talk about these things openly, um, and they don't get forgotten, pushed aside. And as I say, it doesn't have to it doesn't have to impede on your day past that if you can walk away from it and to say, now I'm, you know, I'm back to normal and I'm going back to rehearsal tomorrow, and all will be good. And who knows whether I'll encounter anything again. Let's hope not. Um, but is um, th there's a there's a lot to be said for sharing this stuff and um, and saying that okay yeah but we survive and we're positive um, uh, as long as well, you know when it gets physical then you need to call the as I've, as I've said before then it's time to call the police um, um, and talk to Gallup and and deal with it that way but um anyway so that's that's where i stand with that and i just wanted to say that you know again it did make me want to offer um a safe space to come and talk and as i say whether you want to do it as an individual and you just feel you'd like an ear or you would like to come on the podcast and talk about it essentially just to feel comfortable that you can and if you want to uh, i'm here there's your offer Anyway, let's move on to other things of brighter nature. As all the regular listeners will know, and I've talked about at length, um, I consider California to be a little, is, you know, is home for me as well, um, as we have family there, 
and my husband's family are there and uh, and I have a deep fond love for it and obviously I've talked about San Francisco and we've had um, the Palaces of Pride where I talked about San Francisco at length and then we did mention Tales of the City and I brought it up a few times and Armistead Morpin's books and the show and this new uh, extension of the show uh, inspired by his stories and characters um, and he's a executive producer on it um, as is Laura Linney but anyway, get yourself onto Netflix and watch the damn show if you haven't seen it. Um, it's just, it's everything that I was just talking about now, just previously. It's the antithesis, my goodness, my tongues are tied today. My tongues, how many do we have? My tongue is tied today. The antithesis of everything that's been negative and dark in the world is, as the city is, is, uh, is the other side of the coin. Um, and... Uh, and yes, it is a fairly fantastical view of San Francisco because it has changed, but um, it renewed my love and desperate love to get back over there again soon. Um, so hello, California. Hoping to see you later in the year. Um, yes, I, I can only recommend that you do. I mean, I've said before, you read the books, but you don't even need to read the books, first of all. Hopefully the TV show will inspire you to to go back to. I'm not going to give any spoilers for people who haven't watched it and people who are big fans and possibly haven't had the chance to catch up with it yet. Um, all I can say is it does a really it does justice to the um, the characters that remain from um, the books and obviously there's characters from later books which some people who may not have caught up with the books will not know but anyway if you've read them all you'll know these people. Um, and uh, adaptations and mixes of other people that kind of um, versions of characters, shall we say. Um, Dee Dee Halcyon is my favourite character. So when you check it out, um, just I love. Um, but uh, Laura Linney is wonderful as um, Marianne Singleton. And um, it st still feels like uh, she's the mainstay of... I mean, there are others, but um, anyway, I'm, oh, I was about to give spoilers away then, so I'm going to bite my tongue and bite my lip and say no more. But all I want to say is, please get yourself onto Netflix and watch it and devour it. It's, I think it's um, about 10 hours worth of television. So um, so we'll see. I haven't, by the way, I haven't got to Killing Eve yet, so I'm asking people to not tell me about it. Series 2, um, so I don't know what to expect with that, but I'm uh, hoping to catch up with that in the next two or three weeks. Um, but yes, Tales of the City, go, and this is my biggest recommendation probably of the year, is go and go and discover that on Netflix. Now this section I'm going to call the plea section. It's a plea. Um, asking you again. Um, I have uh, a few people lined up um, who I'm going to be talking to, interviewing, but they remain a lot of... And that's fine because that's my world, uh, theatre people, actors, directors. And I would like to open it up again. Um, if you do have anybody who you feel as listeners you'd like me to talk to and it's feasible for me to get hold of them and sit down and have a discussion with them, then I'm open to suggestions. If it's you and you'd like to be on the podcast, please do contact me. Um, you can go to the website 40somethinggay.co.uk 
Um, my Twitter is 40somethinggay. There are various ways. If you just Google my name, you'll find me, Matty and Kelly. Um, but, yeah, do, 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 drop, do, do, do. Why am I quoting the police now? Do, 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 do. Um, do drop me a line and uh, let me know. I have a few, as I say, I do have a few ideas and other people outside of the world of theatre. Not that there's anything wrong with it. I just did want to open it up again because I feel like a lot of my guests have been uh, in that world. And I'd like to uh, open up an appeal to others outside of that world, um, even if you are fascinated, because you think we're all fascinating in theatre, don't you? I'm joking. But please do feel free to drop me a line. So that's my plea, plea part of the podcast. As I say, this one was going to be a short and sweet one. I just wanted to, it was really for me to check in with you all, say hi, talk about a few things, have a whinge and say that I'm not gone and I'm still knocking around and um, and, and please bear with me. And I should have a, um, I don't like to call them interviews, but I should have one of my interviews with you in two weeks, two and a half at the most, two weeks. Um, so please bear with me. As I say, continue to subscribe and to listen and to recommend. Um, and thank you for your continuing support. And as I say, if you are able to get to London and you want to come see me in a play, come see. Come see. Come have a wine afterwards. That'll be lovely. Anyway, gang, I really appreciate it. Everywhere in the world, wherever you are, I hope you're safe. I hope you're happy. Um, stay mindful, stay present and all that stuff. But I do mean it. Actually, look after yourselves. And I'll be back very, very soon with interviews and stuff ahead. So go forth into the world and enjoy.